He's kind of a cedar. Yep, I'm recording my podcast. He's a cedar. <laughs> You're listening to Table for Two Podcast with Bailey and The lady's Sarah. like, ma'am, you need to sit down. Grab a glass and take a seat. Can, Can I just get another sugar room? Oh my gosh, I started late. Oh, <laughs> started late, late to the party. I just burnt my tongue so bad. I know you can relate to this because my dinner for tonight. Uh-huh. No, no, no. My dinner for tonight was mac and cheese. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I know you have this all the time. <laughs> Burnt my tongue on it. Like, it's throbbing. Also, the wine, the wine that you bought, I've been drinking. The Melbach. Shut up. No, I love it. I hope you don't mind, but it's <laughs> I so hope you good. don't mind. No, that's my wine. You can't drink it. No, actually, you I bought love it, that. but it's so good. Wait, you're still drinking the one that I bought? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't go stale, right? Doesn't it get better with age? Mm, no, no, I actually don't think so. <laughs> like, I think like it a does. few days, it's okay, but after that, usually mm. you, you you put it down the drain, but. Maybe it has no taste, so that <laughs> might be why I love it. I'm like, it tastes normal, like juice. It lost all of its alcohol content. <laughs> um, I had literally the craziest week. Why? Like, I feel like I have so much to tell you. I feel like we talked just the other day, so I'm so curious what happened. No. <laughs> no. Like, the craziest thing. Okay, first and foremost. Uh-huh. So... I signed up to get the vaccine. I don't feel super strongly one way or another Mm -hmm. about it. I'm like, you know what? I'll get it. (laughs) I signed up. Whatever. So I signed up and I was like late at night. My mom was like, I think you should do it tomorrow because I've been working so much and I only had like one day off between both jobs. So I was like, okay, I'll do it this day. So sorry. I literally had the biggest burp in my throat ever. I'm sorry. Um... So I go to sign up, whatever. It's like late at night. I'm scrolling through. I'm like, whatever, you know, are you, well, I don't even remember the (laughs) questions to be honest. Okay, good. But at some point I remember it like asking something and I just saw American. So I pressed American. (laughs) I guess I'm an American citizen. (laughs) Okay. So wait, why are you wearing a shirt with a whale on it? Uh, it's, it's a vineyard vine. (laughs) You do not look like the Vineyard Vines type of gal. No, 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 no. Let no. me tell you. No, it's um from Turks and Caicos. My friend Kiani brought it back for me. It's an extra large. I like to sleep in it. So, it's it's five p.m. Oh, okay. here, but it's like bedtime for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, so I just I remember putting American, and then I go there, and they're like, "Do you have documentation?" And I'm like, documentation of what? You know, like, oh my God, I didn't think it was that serious. And they're like, you said you were an American Indian. <laughs> so I just want to know at this. what point you would have thought that they were asking your citizenship when you were going to get the vaccine. <laughs> like, I, I, I. I don't even know. I just remember, like, yes, I'm an American. I remember seeing American as an option. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, yes. So I look at the form because I actually have the form because obviously I had to refill it out because I don't have proof. But it literally said American Indian slash Native American. <laughs> like, wow, this girl really doesn't look like she fits the type. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I actually that was that was a tough go for me. <laughs> I had to do some paperwork, you know, had to fill some stuff out. Mm-hmm. I just I was really going through it. I didn't have time to swipe down and see that white was an option because I'm white. Right, right. But I'm also an American. <laughs> Yeah, just to clarify, because we really need to know that. <laughs> Common mistake. I bet a lot of people have done that, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, next thing. You are going to die at this. Mm-hmm. So we're watching um, my aunt's dog while they're in Florida for a week. And so every morning, my mom would like take him, let him out, take him for a little bit of a walk. So I wake up and she's like, Bailey, you're never going to guess. And I was like, what? Like I'm peeling my eyes open at 6am and I'm like, what? And she's like, there's a dead man. And I'm like, what? In the, in the house? Like, what do you mean? There's a dead man. And she was like, no, I was taking Max for a walk. And she was like, there was a ton of cop cars. It was our neighbor's house, our neighbor's house. Like literally it was across the street, like to the left a little bit. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah. And our other neighbor was, was there. And she was asking him like, what was going on? And he was like, yeah, I was out for a walk this morning and I saw a man literally laying down and I went up to him and he was ice cold. (gasps) And he was like, so I called the cops. They came and my mom was like, I literally wish that I never would have looked because they hadn't like put in anything over his body yet. And she was like, he was literally a dead man laying in the front lawn. Is that not insane? That is so crazy. Oh, and she's like, like the chills. She said the creepiest part was that he was like laying down with his hands like crossed, like as if he were in a casket. Was he like an old man? No, she, I mean, not old. He was like 50s or 60s, but that's the thing is like he couldn't have been murdered because if he was murdered, he wouldn't be (laughs) laying there looking at He wasn't peacefully murdered on the front lawn. (laughs) <laughs> the craziest well, that thing. That's my first thing. What? How what? a heart I mean, attack that... or something? You're going to get your mail in the morning. He has a heart attack and casually crosses his hands and lays down in the front yard. So wait, what do you? It's what do literally. Think it is. That's what I'm saying. I need to know. Like it doesn't matter, but like I need to know for myself because <laughs> it, it, it kind of does because these are your neighbors. <laughs> but. I don't know. I just feel like he couldn't have been murdered because if he was murdered, like something bad would have happened, but like like his body would have been messed up. But also my mom was like, do you think someone like killed him and placed him like that? Because she was like, he was literally laying perfectly. Like you would lay in your casket. Like his head was perfectly lined up, like with his body, his hands were crossed. Like that is weird. That is weird. Even if you like take drugs or something, what do you do? <laughs> take, take drugs and go Wait for sit on your front lawn? <laughs> And lay your head back down and fold your, like, what? That is really weird. Like, what do you think? What's your opinion, offhand? Offhand, immediate reaction. If you were a detective. (laughs) Immediate reaction is, I I feel like that was a heart attack, but it is weird about the hand situation. Like, maybe he was grasping his his, um, body, and then his hands came together. Mm -hmm. Why was he in the front lawn? Neither of us Who really know go- here. <laughs> you think he's in the front lawn having a heart attack? He's not in the back like- lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Would have collapsed and like fell weird. Yeah. I I don't know, but I mean, so you, what do you think? He got poisoned? 
I, there's literally no explanation for it. Yeah, is it on the news? Unless. How do we, what do we, how, how no. many days ago is this? Like three. I'm doing some research. I'm doing but some how, background How do you checks. find out? How do you find out? Like, what do I, I do? It's usually like public information, especially something like that. That is crazy. My mom was like really freaked out by it because she was like, I should never have looked. And she was like, I saw the man's dead body. And she's like, I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine. And I was going, like literally going to work. And I saw like him in a body bag. <gasps> That's terrible. Is that not crazy? My neighborhood's like safe. Yeah. And I live with old people. Like I live in like an old people <laughs> place. Like it's mostly... <laughs> <laughs> live in a senior living community. No, but I literally live with like like I feel like uh, most. Yeah. Well, I guess some of my neighbors up in the front part are younger, but I don't know. That is really it's crazy. Just so crazy, and I feel like I need to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Detective Bailey on the case. <laughs> like I need to know. Yeah, that's really weird, especially like the fact that there was no like show of what happened like there's nothing mm-hmm. on him or anything weird I feel like that's yeah. really strange but that's such a bad vibe I, <laughs> not I don't even think it's a vibe <laughs> I mean someone died I don't think it's a vibe but sure. <laughs> yeah one time when I was um, driving to Laguna for my birthday last year, we saw, I don't know if I ever told you this, but we saw a dead body on the highway, like they had gotten in a car accident, and I'm not kidding, I mean, this is probably most people's reactions, but it ruined my entire day, like it was on my birthday, and the fact that I had never seen a dead body, and like given, I didn't see the whole body, but it was like, like this is so disgusting, so like trigger warning to anybody who is sensitive, but like half of like his feet were out of the body bag like it was just so and then like other people were there that had obviously survived and they were like crying and it was just like the worst thing to look at like it's life is so crazy and death like really is like scary I mean you know what I mean obviously but like I don't know that's terrible that you that you saw it I know I was like well this is not a good sign for my birthday like this is not my vibe I'm like really this is not my vibe this is not, this is killing the vibe. It's <laughs> oh not my even God, that funny, was so but like, terrible. terrible. Yeah, no pun intended. I yeah. literally did. No, no, that's horrible. God forgive me. That was horrible. I did not mean that in that way. <laughs> me either. Not the vibe. <laughs> no, I said killing the vibe. Oh, right, right, right. Got that. Like God bless America. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh, that okay. is literally crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. So, so yesterday I was at work and at Mirage and I had this couple and they were so kind to me like all day, like so nice, normal, I, I bet whatever. I've been through this situation before. Okay. Keep telling me more. You already know what's going to happen. I don't know. Go. So then they were like, at the end, they paid me, they tipped me $200. Then the girl... The wife. How much was their over. bill? I don't remember. Like, the, I think the 200 was 20%. So I remember they, like, left me okay. the 20%. Okay. And I was like, okay, good. Um, and then they were still, like, there. Like, like 200 was 20%, so their bill was $1,000. Yeah, I literally was going to say, I think it was, like, nine nine. Oh, wow. Something. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Continue. 
yeah, it was nine something. They left me 200. I was like, okay, thank you so much. Like that was so nice of you. And then they were still there. Like they had a half an hour left, but they were like done with everything. And, um, the girl called me over and she's like, Bailey, come here, come here. And she was like, I just want to let you know, like, I think you're so pretty. And I was no, like, thank you so much. No. Like, you're so kind. <laughs> and she's like, here's $100 for your service. And I was like, oh, you guys are just making Bailey, my Bailey day. Says, you guys are just so sweet. Thank you so much. Yeah. I was like, you guys are so sweet. Then she walks away. I'm cleaning up after them, you know, throwing away some cups. I get a tap on my shoulder. Not, not a good vibe. Not, not a good vibe. I already bad vibes. And the husband's like, hey, uh, I just want to let you know. My wife really thinks you're pretty, and I agree. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. You guys are just so kind. You are literally made my day. Bailey again. It's like, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. He's like, I have something for you. And I was like, okay gives me $50. I'm like, ugh, you guys are <laughs> spoiling me at this point. Like, this is too much. Uh-huh. Too much. So then um, the the wife comes back over and she's like, what are you guys talking about? And he's like, oh, I was just telling Bailey what a great job she did and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, so Bailey, what are the chances no. you're single? No. Zero. Zero percent, let me tell you At right this now. point, like, I don't know how I didn't catch on by now. Right. But I was, like, thinking totally normal. Like, I was with these people all day, and they were so normal. They had two daughters there with them, the girl's dad's there. No. Like, it's a family affair. They're hanging out. She's like, I just want to know, what are the chances of you being single? And I was like, oh, I'm single, you know, definitely. <laughs> no, not, that but was like, not the right, right move. I was like, I actually just got out of a relationship. Mm, Like, I am single, blah, blah, blah. She's like, how would you feel about me taking you out? No. No, this is the woman. The woman. (laughs) Sarah, I was like, I don't know what to say. And I was like, yeah. No. That's so nice of you. I literally added again. How do you get out of that? Oh, my gosh. You guys are too sweet. How do you get out of that? I would like, have said it's against I, my religion. I shouldn't have said that I, like, just got out of a relationship. No. I should have been like, I'm married. No, I think you should <laughs> you have know, said I'm like, locked down. I'm anything else. But she was like, how would you feel about me taking you out? And I was like, oh, yeah, like, that would be fun. No. You know, like, <laughs> Still wasn't really grasping it. And she goes, I'll give you a hundred more dollars if you take my phone number right now. That is so disturbing. The way that you just said that disturbs me. That's the way that she said it to me. And honestly, I wanted the hundred. So I was like, sure. Stop. I'll take your number. I took her number. Took her number. What am I going to do? I'm not going to text it. I'm not going to oh, call you took it. Her but I was number. Like, took her number she, she was like we no 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 she didn't take definitely I would never give her my number but mm-hmm. she's like I want to write my number down like I'll give you a hundred dollars just take my number like it was still kind of like friendly vibes but also like I kind of knew at this point I was trying she's to walk away you to take the number I feel like that's a red flag <laughs> prostitution <laughs> it just doesn't, doesn't seem right but I'm like, okay, I'm at 450. <laughs> Love it You're for like, me. Keep it coming. So, so I walk away, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, I hope I never have to see them again. Mm-hmm. So I'm going at the end of my day, like I'm going to turn in like all my receipts, all my paperwork. 
I get the same tap on my shoulder. Shut up. I could tell. I could tell it was the same one. I knew it. I knew it. It's both of them. And they're like, we didn't know if you got the no. vibe. No. But we we want to, like, do a threesome Stop. They did not say that. They said that. They said that. What did you say? I was like, oh, oh, oh that's I, why you were giving that's me what you wanted. I was like, oh, you know, I, I actually, you know, can't. <laughs> I'm really booked. You're like, but if I'm you booked. throw in another 450, I might write your name in my calendar. <laughs> I was just like, oh, you know, like I. I can't tonight. Like, I, I'm, I, <laughs> I, I don't I'm know really about that. What you're saying I, tonight. like, blacked out. I don't even know what I said. I was just like, I don't think so, you know, like, mm-hmm. not that, you know. And I was like, but, like, loved meeting you guys. You guys are, like, great friends or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, where are you guys from? Trying to make small talk and, like, move on with the conversation, thinking they would be from literally anywhere else. And they're like, oh, we live in Summerlin. Where do you live? No, they're locals. They're locals. They're yeah, locals. They, they can find live. me. I mean, they not know where, where you live. live. Not where you live, where you work. We don't well, need to go I mean, that far. Yeah, around, but, but like they know I live in, in the town in Vegas. Oh like gosh. that's enough. That's terrible. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> You're like, in that They're case, like I need to revert <laughs> back to this original conversation we had and make sure we're very clear. I did not mean to say tonight. I meant to say mm-hmm. never. <laughs> Never. Never will I be interested. Never. <laughs> Never ever. They're like, yeah, well, you know, that's okay. You got you got our number, and we come here all the time. No. And I was like, I'm going to have to put it in my <laughs> I'm going to have to because I can't do it. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. I feel like this and is I mean, not I the first it. time you've ever gotten in this situation. I just no. have to say, you've had no. really bad luck. But yeah. you need to be a little... You use the brain cells to the full capacity because you should have saw that coming a million miles ahead. <laughs> okay, but the thing is, is like, I feel like when that's happened to me before, you get an instant vibe. Yeah. Like, you can tell right off the bat. Yeah. These people, I was literally with them for 10 hours. I never got the vibe. Like, they were literally with their kids, playing with their kids, getting them popsicles. Like, never once got the vibe. They would never even, like, have side conversations with me, really. They were just like, oh, we're going to have this. We're going to have that. Like, thanks. You're doing a great job. Literally nothing more. Like, no more. So it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, they're chatting my ear off all day, you know? Literally nothing like that. I always get a vibe, and I Mm -hmm. never got a vibe from them. That's why I feel like I was like, am I being – too like no not like not everybody wants to have a threesome with me like am I being too you know what I mean like I'm being too full of myself like no they're they don't want that like they're just being nice people yeah but then I was being too naive because they they when she slipped the hundo with the number when she said I will pay you a hundred (laughs) dollars to watch you put type in my numbers into your phone that that ain't right that ain't normal that's crazy. 
It's, and it was like one of those things where you're in it and you don't know how to get out and you don't know yeah. how to backtrack because I already took her number and she's like, yeah, we, we want to take you out. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, like, what do I do now? And then taking me out turned into a threesome. You just, at that point, you already had the money in your pocket. You just needed to put your foot down and start to have a little more of a, an edge. Just be like, no, yeah. I'm not really interested. I mean, I think that's pretty normal. A lot of people don't swing that way with random strangers, let alone at all. So, but Sarah, it turned like the, it, we turned a corner so fast <laughs> because said, we turned we a, were being a left at at Middlefield, and we couldn't we couldn't get back. We couldn't come back because. She, you are gonna like die at this but like normal all day then she's slipping me the number winking at me giving me these looks he's this husband's giving me the the eyes like those aggressive eyes i'm like oh god i gotta get out of here i need to clock out like it's getting funky you know if you're at a if you're anywhere drinking in vegas like day drinking and you're out after 4.30 p.m., you, you never know. when the wackos yeah, come out. You never know The weirdos. 4.30 p.m. after d- at a day club or day drinking, that's when the freak shows come out. <laughs> you gotta run in the opposite direction. Oh, my gosh. I'm so dead. That is so crazy. I can't believe it. Isn't that it. crazy? It's just, like, crazy, no, too, I because you. I guarantee that's not their first time. Oh, 100% not. Like, even last year. Okay, do you watch All American? No. Okay, so if anybody out there watches All American, I do. I love the show. The guy on there, Mm -hmm. Billy is his name, the dad. That's his name in the show. He was literally at Red Rock Pool with a woman last summer. Wait, the real guy? The real guy, yeah. Okay, okay. I thought we were going to talk about the show. Yeah, the real guy. Uh Uh-huh. No, he's he's an actor in the show. Yeah, yeah, okay. And he was at Red Rock Pool with another woman, and he literally asked one of my coworkers for a threesome. And he's like a famous guy, like – yeah. It's just like, it's going to get around. Like, it's kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, that's just crazy. And everyone that I worked with was like, oh my gosh, that's the guy from All American. Like, we knew who it was. Mm-hmm. And he was asking for a three. Like, it was, no, it was gross. I mean, I'm a little even more disturbed by this couple that had their kids there. But, I mean, <laughs> yes, all of it was just all around disturbing. No, I know. Their kids were like seven and five too like these are like what are they yeah like what are y'all gonna do you're gonna get in the car and have a nice little drive back like the kids don't notice that (laughs) mommy why is why did we take the server home (laughs) like she's like oh honey it's just like when we went to applebee's the other night it's okay (laughs) i'm dying (laughs) like that that is not normal (laughs) no it's not normal but I feel like it happens like this is what people say about Vegas too is like people come here and act like lunatics yeah like they think that there's no standard like literally life goes out the window okay but this is what I'm saying it would be one thing if they were like tourists coming in and they were like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas like I think people do get that way like people go crazy in Vegas because it's like a party place and whatnot Mm -hmm. But they're locals. Like, this is a, a Saturday evening, just like any other Saturday. Like, why are you... I feel like being on the Strip brings something out in people. <laughs> like, just any time you're there. at the Strip, not the place to be, let me tell you. <laughs> there, there's some funky things going on. 
Like, I just feel like it brings a different, I don't know, like, even if you are local, going on the strip and, like, going to a nightclub or going out Mm -hmm. is different than, like, being in Summerlin going out. It's a different, yeah, it's a different atmosphere, different vibe, and I feel like, I don't know. It just, like, really caught me off guard. I I don't blame you. It's not normally how I end my night either. (laughs) And it's really weird that it always happens to you, specifically. No, I know. Well, I mean, I'm sure it happens to every everyone, but I can't really say it's happened to me many times. But. <laughs> okay, so there's this book that Brooke gave me to read, mm-hmm. and it's called um, The Rhythm of Life, and I just feel like it's so good. I feel like you would really like it, and I feel mm-hmm. like it's really helped me, and it just has so many, like, good life lessons, and it was kind of just saying, because, like, Brooke and I were having a, a conversation the other day, and she was like, yeah, like, I think the hinge thing is going to be so fun and stuff, but... You know, I think everyone ideally always wants to meet, like, their person in real Mm -hmm. life. Like, they wouldn't ideally want to meet them on a dating app. And so when I was reading that book, it was kind of touching on, like, how so many people think that modern dating is all online and it is all on the dating apps. And they were kind of just saying, like, if you really want to find your person, you not only have to find your purpose in life. And they said that you know, everyone thinks, well, a lot of people think that like the purpose in life is measured by how many things you have. Like, am I successful? Do I have a nice car? Do I have a nice house? All of these things. But they were like, the real purpose in life is to be the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's everyone's purpose. Like being the best you can be at your job, no matter what it is. Even if you were to work at a grocery store, if you were a mailman, like be the best at that job that you can be. Be the best husband or wife, be the best friend. And it was like, by doing those things, you also can live a life of like doing what you want to do. And that's how you're going to find someone. Like they were like, it's, it's better to do, like go in, into life doing things that you love. Like say you love playing soccer. So you continue to play soccer. You're going to find someone who also loves playing soccer Mm -hmm. instead of finding someone that you kind of have to change them to like what you like. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. It was like, go out in life and do the things you want to do. If you like to travel, if you like to, you know, go to soccer games, or if you like to go to hockey games, if you like to um, go to a museum, do all of those things because someone who also loves loves those things is going to be doing those things. So I thought that was so interesting. I feel like that is so good because I feel like, too, the more you're involved with things, like even just like, like little things, like even going to church or having like a routine and doing things like, you know, having extra hobbies or just yeah. whatever, like you said, you kind of makes you passionate about life. Like you're bound to A, meet more people who also mm-hmm. know more people or also meet people who have like the same interests as you. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like there is like a good balance. Like I feel like opposites do attract in some ways. Yeah. But yeah. that's like a really good point. Like I don't think that, I don't think, um, like traditional dating is dead and I don't think that you can't meet people in real life like I feel like there's so many opportunities to meet people obviously right now in a pandemic it's a lot harder but I do feel like the more you're involved with your own life and just kind of even focusing on yourself and like living every day to the fullest potential and like doing the most you're bound to I just I also feel like what you put out into the world is like what you get Mm -hmm. if you're doing a million things and you're putting your energy into so many different things for yourself like Mm -hmm. people see that and that attracts like new people that are on the same wavelength 
Mm-hmm. I'm a strong believer of that because I feel like anytime, like we both feel this way. I, th- I mean, we've already talked about this before, but like when you're doing the most is when you're like the mm-hmm. most productive, when you have the best things. And I also feel like when you usually when you meet someone, it's when you're not looking for them. Yeah, not always. For sure. But then for I sure. also feel like when you're looking for someone specifically, you're more likely to settle. Like if you're like, I just can't, I want a boyfriend, I want a boyfriend, I want a boyfriend. Yes. Then it's like if somebody comes available then it's, like, easier to say yes than if it's just, like, oh, wait, I'm totally focused on my own thing. And then somebody kind of distracts you and you're, like, wait, is this worth, like, adding something else into my life? Yeah. Again, I just feel like people sometimes don't put enough emphasis on, like, being choosy. You know what I mean? And, like, they just are looking for the next thing instead of kind of, Mm -hmm. like, deciding if somebody is worth bringing into your life. Yeah, it definitely is eye-opening, too, and I feel like the book has really even helped me open my eyes, too, because it was saying how, you know, so many people, they get into relationships because it's like an infatuation in the beginning, like they really like this person or they've been single for so long, and they're like, oh my gosh, it's so good, but like you're also along the process trying to change these people to like what you like. And that should be the easiest part is someone who likes the things that you like. If you're going to church every Sunday, you're probably going to meet somebody who's also going to church on Sundays, you know, Mm -hmm. like what things are important to you, you have to prioritize those so that somebody else will also prioritize those things instead of getting into a relationship out of pure, like, Oh, I find them attractive. Oh, I've been single. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is good. But, like, I want them to do this or I want them to like this. Or I, you know, like if someone hates country music or, like, going to country concerts and that person loves country. Like, again, opposites do attract on some things. But if it's, like, everything that you're trying to get them to like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's, you know, that's something that's really important too. And I feel like that's how I was in my, like, very first relationship is I feel like we were total opposites. Mm-hmm. Like, I was more city, he was more farm. Like, yeah. we liked <laughs> totally different things. Yeah. You know, so, like, none of his interests were, like, I, I'm not into the hunting and the ducks and the, you know, deer. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't into the shopping and the, probably <laughs> the Instagrams and the selfies. You know what I mean? Not yeah. that people have to be in both of those things, but I do think that it helps. And I think that it's a really good book. And I think that you should read it. I'm, like, sold. I'll totally read it. Also, it was talking about how, like, how money just like people always think that money brings happiness Mm -hmm. and no matter who you are it never will because there's always going to be somebody that has more than you like Mm -hmm. no matter what and I was thinking that because I saw on Kris Jenner's story she bought literally everyone like brand new golf bags and golf clubs and got Mm -hmm. everyone golf lessons and it was like for Easter and I think she said she spent over 20 grand I know I saw that with the golf carts I was like yeah that's the craziest Easter present I've ever seen no, I know. Like, that's just so Like, Easter extreme. isn't even really, like, a super big gift holiday. <laughs> yeah. And it was huge gifts for everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what made me think about it because I was reading it, the book that night, and it was kind of like the people that are doing those things are seeing other people that are doing more with their money. So yeah. even though Kris Jenner did all of that for her family on Easter, she probably knows someone that did even more for their family and even more. And that's when it was talking about like, it never should come down to money. It should always come down to priorities. And there was a really good story in the book that I was going to share that I think is just so interesting. It was about this guy and he worked on Wall Street and he would work so hard every single day and except for two weeks out of the year 
two weeks, he would take a trip, go down to an island in the Caribbean, and he would just relax. But other than that, he was like, I literally am so focused. Like, I work 10-hour days every single day. And he said when he was on his vacation, he saw a fisherman. And it was like midday, and he saw the fisherman coming in. And he was went up to the boat, and he saw all this fish on the boat and he asked the fisherman like why are you coming in so soon like you have the whole day why are you not fishing more like look at what you have now imagine what you could have at the end of the day and the guy was like oh I only work half days because I like to be home when my kids get out of school so I can play with them and then I like to take a take a dance class with my wife at night and the, the guy that worked on Wall Street he was a millionaire and he was like okay but just so you know like you can work all day and then make more and then if you make more then you can sell it to people and then the fisherman was like okay then what and the guy was like okay well then after you sell it to people then you can hire more people to work under you and then you can make even more money and then the fisherman was like okay then then what and mm-hmm. the guy was like okay so then after you do all of that you can sell your fish to asia and to this and to this and, and then you will have millions of money and then the guy was like okay and then what and he was like and then you can retire and then you can play with your kids and take a dance lesson with your wife and he's like i'm already doing that like that's the whole point is people work their whole life for what like this this guy was already doing that mm-hmm. why would he do all of those things when he could do those now and he was making enough money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was such a good story. And I feel like it's so good to realize, like, I even saw, I don't know if it was a TikTok or it was, like, a like a quote or something, but it was, like, everybody nowadays, like, and I feel like, I mean, this is 100% true for myself, lives, like, we're promised, like, you know, our entire lives when literally we're not promised tomorrow, which is, like, cliche to think about, but, like, if you really think about it, like, we plan so many things, and we, like, worry about so many things, and we think about five years in advance, and we're, like, who are we going to marry, and, like, all of these things, and, like, are we going to have enough money for retirement, which is, like, it's important to plan, like, everything is still important to think about, but it's, like, we literally don't even know if we'll make it tomorrow, like, we're, like, we should be grateful, like, and live in the moment, and, like, just do everything to, you know what I mean, enjoy the day that Uh we have. No, I know, and that's, that was like such a good lesson. I was like, wow, that's just like such a good story because this guy was like, you know, the fisherman, he was like, I think I have it all. Like I have enough money to provide. I'm comfortable. I can, you know, Mm -hmm. make sure my family's fed and and give them a comfortable life and spend time with my kids and spend time with my wife and have time. And the other guy was like, no, you should work more and make millions and then you can do that. So it's all about like what is most important to you because the fisherman was like, I have it all. I'm doing all of that now. And literally when you think of that, people Mm -hmm. literally say like, I work my whole life so that I can retire and travel when you could travel now right you know like it's and really you work your whole life then you die the day before you retire morbid but like you right. know what I mean like you just are not like I and I'm like... not saying like let have zero dollars <laughs> saved up and spend it all and travel yeah. the world and yeah. do whatever but I think that it was just such a valuable lesson that like you can have everything and you can do everything. Like money is not the most important. I mean, maybe yeah. for some people, but like you can make money, provide for your family, do the things that you love, spend time with your friends, spend time with your family and your spouse and travel. Yeah. I feel like too, like I, I always see this, like people kind of overcomplicate or like not, maybe not overcomplicate, but like think that traveling is like harder than it is. Like, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you could get up and plan a trip and 
you know, and it doesn't have to be this huge elaborate thing where it's like thousands upon thousands of dollars. Like you can travel and like make it work. Mm -hmm. And I feel like even I do this, like I feel like I've put off, like obviously during the pandemic, it's hard to travel now, but I've put off bigger trips because I feel like, oh, I need to have like a whole plan. Like it's going to take me like a year to plan. And I feel like as soon as things start to settle down, like I'm going to make a priority to travel because like, you know what I mean? If I'm not doing it now, who's to say that I'm going to have more time to do it later on? Yeah, for sure. But I'm just feeling like, um, we're about to be living our best lives. Like, no, I think this is the summer. (laughs) Like, I just have such good feelings about this summer and this Mm -hmm. year. I think it's going to be really, really good. I'm like ready to make some New Year's resolutions now for this next I didn't make any last year. I I feel like it's a new year. That's how excited I am for like the coming months. I just think it's going to be a really, especially like with the pandemic dying down, hopefully, Mm -hmm. I feel like things are about to really heating up I feel like things are getting better like even when I go out to eat dinner anything Mm -hmm. even like the strip like it's busy again I feel like people are ready to get out they're ready for this to be over I think things are going to get back to normal really soon and like what better time I know that's what I'm saying so I I mean I I don't know if you want to do the honors but I feel like we are um, putting the season to a rest (laughs) yes so a little sudden, we ha- we didn't announce it on social media or anything, but this is going to be the last episode of the season. Mm-hmm. We have some big life-altering things going on in the next couple <laughs> big, months. Big life-altering. <laughs> are not going to say what they are. Mm-hmm. You'll find out though eventually. So stay tuned. Yeah. So R.I.P. R.I.P. to season two. Season two. Short and sweet. We hope you loved it. (laughs) I feel like what's coming is going to be a lot better and a lot bigger. So, yeah. It's exciting. I can't wait. (laughs) So stay tuned. Is that it? See you. Yeah. See you next season. (laughs) Love it. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page at Table for Two Pod. Bye.